Welcome back, my friend, to The Silent War, with your host, Dustin Nemos of Nemos News, where we continue, with your help, to break the cycle of fake news. On this episode, people dropping dead in the hallways and the waiting room at one hospital in Tucson, Arizona, not because of a pandemic or a virus, but because of the COVID restrictions forcing out the non-vaccinated workers. And meanwhile, the CDC's own website reveals that police power may be used at quarantine stations for the, quote, benefit of society, end quote. Also, House Republicans release damning Fauci emails suggesting he had concealed knowledge of the Wuhan lab leak, and Project Veritas also releasing never-before-seen military documents about gain-of-function research that contradict Dr. Fauci's earlier testimony, proving that he lied under oath. And that's not where it ends. Fauci's having a bad day. GOP senators and medical doctors like Roger Marshall and Rand Paul grilled him over this, and of course he just played circular word games and denied, denied, denied. Dr. Malone mentioned a possible outbreak of a real virus, and I'm not talking about COVID with a measly point-something percent death rate. I'm talking about something closer to 50% death rate and something closer to hemorrhagic fever virus or Ebola or Marburg virus. And if that doesn't wipe us out, the gulags will, because DOJ has now created a specialized unit for domestic terrorism after attempts to continually portray January 6th as worse than 9-11 somehow. We have all of this coming up after a short word from our Patriot sponsors. Let's dive in. There was a time when I had my head in the sand. Then I found out that power players pass lies for truth and truth for lies, especially in areas of life and health. I used to stay quiet, and now I speak up. I red pill my family, I red pill my friends, and I support redpillliving.com. Red Pill Living has real health products that support longevity, vitality, and detoxification against the deep state attacks on your health. It's redpillliving.com. Wake up, stand up, speak up. Nemosnewsnetwork.com. Breaking the cycle of fake news. So now the DOJ has created a specialized unit for domestic terrorism. We all know what that means. Anyone that disagrees with the political left or the deep state is a domestic terrorist by virtue of their descent. And that includes Trump supporters, that includes Christians, pro-lifers, pro-Second Amendment people, pretty much anyone that disagrees with the powers that be Nancy Pelosi and the Democrat Party elite. So if you're not progressive enough, and if your hair doesn't include just a little bit of purple, you're not on the in club, and everyone else is pretty much a domestic terrorist. Even Brennan said it best, even the libertarians. So, the party that called Trump literally Hitler is now telling us that January the 6th was worse than 9-11. I'm just so tired of these hyperventilating Nancys. In Tucson, Arizona... Staffing shortages caused by COVID restrictions, not COVID itself, but the actual 
restrictions on people coming to work if they weren't vaccinated or trying to bully or force people to take the vaccine, which, of course, caused massive shortages of workers. And that's happening everywhere from Amtrak to the airlines, for example, all of which are having to shut down many, many different um, transitory you know, f- uh, travel flights, travel trains, all of these different uh, flights or trains or whatever that they had to cancel by the hundreds, by the thousands, at least in the case of the airlines, numerous times now because they don't have the pilots, they don't have the staff because they've essentially told them you can't show up to work unless you're vaccinated or else, you know, that's what's going on here. So, of course, people are just not having it and um, they're destroying not only sort of the, the working relationship between workers and uh, and employers by you know, forcing them to have a contention, forcing them to be at odds with each other over this sort of thing. Once again, the government tries to use the companies as the enforcement for something they could never enforce on their own. They have to use the companies to fight the people and and to enforce these things because they could never make us all do this on their own. There's too many of us. It would be too expensive. And if they try to do this door to door, too many lives would be lost, I think. Uh, just a prediction. Anyway, I got off on a little bit of a, a, a digression there. Um, my point being that people are dying at St. Joseph's Hospital in Tucson, Arizona. Not a good place to go unless you really, really have to. And even if you get there, you may not be seen until it's too late. People are dying in the waiting room. They're dying in the hallways because there's not enough well, frankly, medical professionals at this hospital willing to be the guinea pigs for this new experimental vaccine that's not really a vaccine or wasn't until they changed the definition of what a vaccine was in order to sort of sneak it in. But until you accept that they changed the definition, it was not a vaccine. So they're not wanting to take this poison, this experiment at, at, at best, poison at worst, you know, genocidal mania at worst. I don't know what you want to call it. I call it the genocide jab or the suicide shot, depending on whether or not uh, it's it's a voluntary choice that people choose to take. And, and that's a subjective thing. That's nuanced when you're starting to take away people's ability to provide for their family, uh, their ability to have work. If they don't submit to your will and take the, the suicide shot, then that becomes forceful. That becomes, um, you know, that becomes, I think, the genocide jab. And I think that sort of thing matters, especially later on in a court of law and sort of like a Nuremberg 2.0. You know, were you were you coercing people to take this as a company? Then you should be punished as a murderer, just like anyone else. That's like giving poisons to children or, or the, the people in Halloween that wrap uh, razor blades in candy and pass it out to kids. You know, we've all heard stories like that. I, I don't know anyone personally who's ever been impacted by it, thank God. Um, you know, Halloween's kind of a pagan tradition anyway. But, you know, the point is that there are people out there who who like to hurt other people. And this is very similar to that. It's almost as though they did this on purpose. And I would argue that they probably did. The whole pandemic was part of a massive, you know, multi-pronged power grab, including a massive, massive corporate billion-dollar windfall profits and immunity Uh, including massive new power grabs at pretty much all levels of government. But this isn't really a one-off situation. This is a pronounced situation, however, because people are literally dropping dead in the hallways. 
Now that's not always the case. You don't always see the death or the misery or the damage quite so quickly with these vaccine uh, mandates that are you know forcing people out of work, forcing people to miss their you know holiday flights to see family, forcing people to uh, be unable to take a train, forcing people to be unable to be seen at a hospital while they're dying, bleeding out or, or dying of something else, uh, probably of vaccine effects, uh, which is what is really starting to overload the hospitals as we've covered before. It's, it's usually not you know, lung related at all. It's usually stroke related, blood clot related, heart attack related, especially in young people where you typically don't see heart attack, but only in the vaccinated crowd when you adjust for the fact that they are calling people that die immediately after getting a vaccine, uh, they're still calling them unvaccinated. They're cheating. They're, they're rigging the statistics. So when you adjust for that fact, how many of them died uh, all, cause, uh, all cause death within uh, taking the actual vaccine, not two weeks or whatever later after you know the, the, the early birds drop off dead, you know, lumping that in there with the with the uh, unvaccinated, when both of those death tolls should be placed into the single category of vaccinated people. Some died immediately, some died later on. But either way, you know, it, it it's rigging the statistics and they're lying. But this is also causing, you know, tons of the shortages, ton, tons of the empty store shelves, uh, tons of, um, you know, the backup of, of you know, um, problems that are occurring all throughout our supply chain, uh, the, the difficulty of finding workers in general, it's contributing to the breakdown of our entire society. They're just trying to break us so they can build back better for them. We have to be careful of what's coming next. The CDC has already said on their own website that police power could be used for quarantine centers for the so-called benefit of society. So be ready for whatever comes next. Remember, the government was well prepared for whatever they're going to do because they've already built all these useful FEMA camps, which are conveniently prisons with playgrounds and barbed wire fences. So unless you want to live in a cubicle until they give you your final vaccine or, hey, maybe just throw you in a fire, who knows? Maybe they'll throw you in the furnace and save the trouble of making a chemical to kill you first. Be ready. House Republicans have released damning Fauci emails suggesting that he knew that the COVID virus was a lab leak and that it was intentionally genetically manipulated. This is a big, big deal. Although Fauci has been busted lying before, maybe something will be done about it this time. Project Veritas have also released never-before-seen military documents about gain-of-function research conducted in Wuhan, China, which contradicts Fauci's earlier testimony under oath. He lied. Again. Medical doctor slash Senator Roger Marshall also confronted Fauci over this new Project Veritas report, which is yet more evidence to the massive amount of evidence we already had, not to mention the fact that he's been caught lying before to Congress under oath. Here's the confrontation. Check it out. Will you commit today to release all records fully unredacted by the end of this week so Congress and the American people can know the truth about NIH's role and the origins of COVID-19? So again, Senator, it really pains me to have to 
just point out to the American public how absolutely incorrect you are. What came out last night on Project Veritas was a grant that was submitted to DARPA. Then it distorted and said, we funded the grant. We have never seen that grant, and we have never funded that grant. So once again, you are completely and unequivocally incorrect when you join the DARPA proposal was a grant that we never saw and we did not fund. So you are incorrect. Our social media will have all the supporting documents and we'll yeah, be supporting these Senator, to the record well, as well. You are, you're you. backing down on this? Why don't we go and look at the very toss statement? They were talking about a grant that was submitted to DARPA. Are you saying this said, was not? Are you saying that this was viral gain of function research? I'm telling you that you're saying. Are that you saying that this DARPA was grant? not viral gain of function research? By the definition that you were very well aware. Which Your P3CO together, definition is you know, just you, a legalese to get away Senator that allows you to do the viral gain I'm of function about, studies. Senator. Senator Marshall, if you'll please allow the witness to respond. Senator, we know, and the misinformation, that the guide rails for what can be done or not were not established by me. They were established by a three-year process led by the Office of Science and Technology Policy of the White House. And decided by you in a secret meeting at the White House in Senator, December of 2019. Uh, Senator, that is incorrect. And this refers exactly to what I was talking about in response to Senator Rand Paul. You are incorrect completely, and every time I try you to explain... You saying you're incorrect, but the facts are on my side. So why, why will you not commit to sharing everything open, unredacted with this Congress? So, so here's an example. And of course, Dr. Rand Paul himself ripped into Fauci yet again, and he's been a pretty relentless and dogged pursuer of truth in terms of, you know, kind of confronting Fauci every chance he gets calling him out on the lies, trying to get to the bottom of it. You know, I don't think Rand Paul is perfect, but, you know, there's a little bit of Ron in him. You know, I have to hope that he's, uh, he's redeemable because Ron Paul was uh, like the one politician that was pure, <laughs> you know. Uh, he was just a nice old man. How did he ever, ever make it into Congress? That's what I want to know. Anyway, so um, Senator Rand Paul ripping into Fauci. Check this out. The idea that a government official like yourself would claim unilaterally, unilaterally to represent science, that any criticism of you would be considered a criticism of science itself, is quite dangerous. Central planning, whether it be of the economy or of science, is risky because of the fallibility of the planner. It would not be so catastrophic if the planner were simply one physician in Peoria, then the mistakes would only affect that physician's patients the people who chose that physician. But when the planner is a government official, like yourself, who rules by mandate, the errors are compounded and become much more harmful. A planner who believes he is the science leads to an arrogance that justifies, in his mind, using government resources to smear and to destroy the reputations of other scientists who disagree with him. In an email exchange with Dr. Collins, you conspire, and I quote here directly from the email, to create a quick and devastating published takedown of three prominent epidemiologists from Harvard, Oxford, and Stanford. Apparently there's a lot of fringe epidemiologists at Harvard, Oxford, and Stanford. 
And you quote in the email that they were from Dr. Collins, and you, you agree that they are fringe. And immediately there's this takedown effort. A published takedown, though, you know, doesn't exactly conjure up the image of a dispassionate scientist. Instead of engaging them on the merits, you and Dr. Collins sought to smear them as fringe and take them down. And not in journals, in lay press. This is not only antithetical to the scientific method, it's the epitome of cheap politics, and it's reprehensible, Dr. Fauci. And to all my friends and my, my viewers, my, um, my, you know, my listeners, uh, we've been through a lot over the years, I think. We've been through you know, the, the, the birth uh, of a movement, you know, cultural, political movement, um, you know, we, we've been through sort of the rise of, of Trump and nationalism as a whole because, you know, remember that preceded Trump with things like Brexit. Anyway, it was already there. He capitalized, he rode the wave, you know. But that wave was building for a long time uh, through pain and suffering. And, uh, and you know, when people started to, to sort of want to see a better world for themselves and to organize a, a number of just crazy things started to happen the fake news uh, was more weaponized than ever censorship you know became more robust and, and automated than ever i mean they've fine-tuned it now we've been through a lot of things together now we've been through a fake pandemic you know uh, we've been through a pandemic where they're actually killing off a, a fairly good chunk of the world i mean that's hardcore that's that's uh, we're, we're beyond news at this point we're in a spiritual battle and the deep state is clearly moving for depopulation before assuming a much more authoritarian role in our lives. Something we, none of us, want to see, I'm sure, except for those who think that they're in power. But, you know, when they automate all the power, how many levers are going to be around for you to compete for anymore? So the few levers that are left are not going to need quite as many middle management types and even the people who think they're going to be on the winning team are going to end up slaves just like the rest of us. And and I say all of this to to make a point before, you know, I dive into something that Dr. Robert Malone recently censored but still, you know, getting the word out there through shows like Joe Rogan. Um, you know, he he's saying that he's hearing word of potential Ebola-like uh hemorrhagic fever. I think that's where you bleed out of your eyes uh, to die. But anyway, it's a bad way to go. So Ebola or Marburg-like viruses uh, in China, and you know they kind of suppress information. Um, but this particular virus is not like COVID. COVID is a pushover. COVID is point something percent death. I mean, unless you're already like morbidly obese and have a whole bunch of other health conditions i mean it takes that too because morbidly obese just doesn't seem to cut it we're the most obese country in the world and we still have less than half a percentage of people who died from it legitimately i mean it was really low they had to fake it almost entirely with the case demic and moving flu and pneumonia almost entirely into the category of of covid not not just those a lot of deaths were moved over to covid so they had to fake it almost no one died this is not like that. This is early reports. It's unconfirmed, but be ready for something worse. Be ready for a real virus. I don't think it's going to happen, but if it does, if they decide to you know, make their self-fulfilling prophecy self-fulfilling by releasing a massive killer 
that they can then blame on COVID, you know, and then lock up and kill off all the last remaining dissenters that didn't take the vaccine and throw us in the gulag or whatever happens to us in this new world order. I think that we don't live for long. So I'm hoping for the best, praying for the best at this point. But if that is indeed the case, if there is a a 50% killer virus coming, then may I see you on the other side of it. I hope you found this video to be of value. If you did, please consider liking, sharing, and maybe even subscribing at nemosnewsnetwork.com news. Also, you can support us by shopping with our Patriot sponsors and helping to drain the digital swamp at nemosnewsnetwork.com sponsors. Here's a hint. You can use the coupon code NEMOS and get 15% off almost all of our sponsors' websites on almost everything if you're a first-time user. And we do all sorts of specials and sales, so you can take advantage of those discounts when we do them. But support our Patriot sponsors and support independent media. Or shop Amazon and pay for more Washington Post journalists instead. We have some incredible gourmet coffee at thegreatawakeningcoffee.com slash Nemos. We have some high quality, if not the best quality CBD in the world with the CBG in there, the full spectrum mother of all cannabinoids still in the tinctures. We have the super vitamin, liposomal vitamin C, D, and others, which are two to 3,000% stronger than a normal vitamin which are usually old and not very fresh, you know, sort of you know, dried out anyway. We even have the greatawakeningbooks.com slash Nemos. Get them before they ban them. That's all I can say. We'll see you guys on the next one. Nemos out. And by the way, my new little baby is due as soon as three or four more days. So I've been trying to get caught up on farm chores. I've been trying to get caught up on just life chores and, and preparing, nesting, if you will, uh, helping the wife, um, getting caught up on business things that we just were so behind on so many areas. And she is just ready to pop. So I'm sorry I've been kind of MIA lately. I haven't done as much content the last couple of days because I've just been so overwhelmed. I appreciate your patience. Um, all right, Nemo's out. Good night.